And we are live. Welcome to another episode of ScoutCast. My name is Rolf Suit, and I'll be your host. So there's something going on in your personal life that's starting to impact your work. Uh, I mean, you can have financial issues, maybe, uh, taking care of a sick parent. You're fighting with your uh, significant other. Uh, maybe your child is having some problem at school. Whatever your issue is, you're having trouble containing it, and now it's starting to affect your performance at work. Uh, I think we've all been there, right? Uh, yeah, shit happening in the, in the house uh, with, the, with the wife, with the husband. And you lash out at some colleague or, uh, you know, screw something up at a customer. And, uh, you know, and the other way around also uh, works that way, right? When something at work doesn't really uh, go your way, then sometimes you, uh, yeah, you're not the happiest person in the household. So that's the, today's topic. And uh, with me, I have three guests who have probably a lot of these uh, stories to share with you guys today. So, uh, Sylvester, Arno, and Henrique, welcome to the podcast again. Hey, man. Hey. So, uh, yeah, to, to kick it off right off the bat, uh, uh, I don't know, Arno, you, uh, you said that you have like a million of these examples. So, uh, and you're in our office, not at home. So. And you're in the office, you're not at home. <laughs> what's, what's going on? But uh, yeah, so what, what uh, personal life influences did you have on your work or the other way around? Well, I actually have quite a few from bad to okay-ish, but the easiest one to start with is indeed the office. No, thanks to Corona, we should all work at home. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, my wife works as well. We have one good place to sit, and that's it. So either I have RSE or I go to the office. Yeah. So that's where the influence. So you did. Uh, you don't have like any agreements, like fifty-fifty split. Well, it depends a bit on the situation, I guess. Or you're uh, the gentleman. Well, sometimes she's allowed to go to the office as well. Then I'm at at home, or well. It also depends if the kids are at home. <laughs> yeah, that might influence a little bit. But that's so, yeah. a, that's a practical <clears throat> thing, right? It's like yeah. a, it's pretty mundane, if you ask me. But it influences either that way. Is, that's for sure. Yeah, you have to synchronize that stuff up. You know, you got to yeah. check your schedule, try to yeah. fit it in with the kids' uh, school times and everything. I suppose. And fight for it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a challenge. <clears throat> so right. that's a normal thing. That's fighting stuff about. Uh... Who does what with the kids? When? Of course. Okay. Are you are you going to deny it? Oh, I was just I wondering probably what have the it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It's a practical one, but we have I have more have more examples. But I was wondering what the, the rest of the guests have. Yeah. Like so, let's start uh, with the practical ones. I think yeah. we just evaded the problem, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah that wasn't a very deep answer. Something's up here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just want to build up, man. I yeah, want to build it's up. Like, it's like an onion, right? We're going to peel away yeah. the layers one at a time. Exactly. Okay. I think it has to do with this current location. There's a reason for this. I, I think sure. it's a fear that she's no, going to no. listen to it. Okay, but uh, then I will uh, kick it off with more like uh, uh, the deeper side of it. Uh, then I, for me, uh, it definitely, I think the past two years, I had, had the most influence from my personal life to work in a negative side and positive as well from the same problem. So I think I mentioned in a few other episodes that I've been going through a divorce. Well, now it's finalized. And uh, and I didn't per se want to have a kid, but then, well, I have one now and uh, he has two. And I think that definitely impacted quite a lot the way how I was like my energy with work, right? And how I would actually deal with people, how I would actually have the patience to have discussions. And I think it was a very negative, the negative side of it. I just didn't have the energy anymore to uh, try to listen to people. 
and it's quite important on uh, our line of work. <laughs> exactly. And uh, what was the like the biggest negative issue that you came across? Like, are there any like instant drawbacks that you've that you've experienced, or was it more like people just thought you were being annoying, or did did you actually get into fights with people or whatever over it? Yeah, I actually got into uh, uh, once uh, I was actually sharing a little bit how I felt, you know, about the this story that I didn't want to have a kid and my kid mm -hmm. was going to be born and everything. And I remember I was lunch with uh, the colleagues from the customer side and basically a guy who was actually having a hard time of getting uh, well pregnant with his wife. And then he basically looked at me and they're like, you are just very annoying and you just keep whining. If you didn't want to have a kid, why did you have a kid? And then somehow maybe the circumstance and the combination made it very bad. But then it kind of became a bit negative, you know, like the, the yeah, vibe. And I think, because huh? like his, well, that's interesting, right? Because his personal life, you know, he's having, maybe having trouble getting pregnant, which I yeah, think a exactly. lot of people uh, might experience. But then, you know, it also affects his working life. And then I yeah. guess it's like the perfect storm of these two guys having a food. Yeah, exactly. A and I think there, no? because, of, uh, because of that combination, like of his uh, work being, I mean, yeah, his work life being influenced by his personal life and mine, yeah. it did not make a nice, uh, a nice combination. Not yeah. at all. Okay. All right. What about you, Sylvester? Well, I think there's lots of little examples that we all talk about uh, when we actually get in the office. Uh, did you fight as well? Right, the, the, the usual stuff, I think. Um, and the most recent example for me, I think, was when my dad passed away. Right, that yeah. kind of like uh, distracted the shit out of me. Or distracted, you're just not in the right place or something. Mm -hmm. um, so that was the hardest thing for me. And yeah, I, I mean, distraction is definitely one of the effects, right? When your private life is is, is taking over. Yeah, well, like it's a distraction and, and little energy and uh, work becoming uh, well less important for a while, I guess, mm -hmm. um, and not having any energy to actually do things. I think that was, uh, a, well, for me, a, a tough stretch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Do you have one, Rolf? Yeah, of course, man, I have one. Uh, so my personal life is uh, sometimes affecting work, for sure. Uh, I, I do try to, uh, like, how do you say? Uh, <coughs> balance it out, like keep the work-life balance there by trying to be real strict about, you know, not working in weekends or working at nights and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, sometimes I do feel that, uh, you know, work is, is demanding a lot from me and then the family life is demanding a lot from me as well. And then sometimes it's like, well, what about me, right? Sometimes I just want to have some, some time for myself and just do whatever I want to do without actually having to you know, explain it or convince someone that I should be able to do it. And uh, yeah, sometimes it uh, can feel a bit frustrating for me. And uh, I think every man understands you right now. Yes, yeah, probably, probably. With kids, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's why maybe I spend a lot of time in the toilet, right? With the door closed. <laughs> then, uh... <laughs> Sorry. But uh, like another example, is <clears throat> which is a bit more lighthearted, I guess, like, because personal life can also be like social media accounts, right? And then like, I think it almost every customer I've been at, like these guys, like, I mean, they're going to Google you and then they're going to find like old Twitter pictures or old Facebook pictures. And then there's, I used to be a rapper and stuff. Right. And then they always come across, across the picture of me with like my hat turned back and, uh, you know, being all cool and shit. So, uh, yeah, the, that's also an example of when, the, you know, my personal life, what, what I did when I was younger actually kind of influences work in a, well, some, sometimes funny way as well. So I guess there's 
both sides of the medal. It can also be, yeah. it can also be good, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I think an, an important thing here is, is the work-life balance, right? I mean, uh, it's, it describes the ideal situation in, in which an employee can split your, his or her time between work and, and home. And uh, I think what's nice about uh, our company at Four Scouts is that the work-life balance is actually something we have in the, in the core values, right? And, well, and uh, it's something that you decide yourself. Right. Nobody's dictating what is your work and life is yourself making it up. Like nobody yeah. told you, Rolf, don't work on weekends. Right. And like is, is your choice. I think exactly. that's more the, more the point. Yeah. yeah. For me, that all started with uh, a book from Ricardo Semler or some quote of him. I think it was something along the lines of that. He actually said, yeah, you see a lot of people working very hard their whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, so they get rich and then they go with to well, have a pension. Right but then they, could, they can't do all the fun stuff anymore for which they needed the money in the first place. So why not do it your whole life and just be happy? Yeah. And I, I kind of believe in that concept, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I, Although uh, I, yeah. I have to say, if I look my, at my own work-life balance, especially currently, um, I'm having lots of discussions. I just actually had the one downstairs, right? Yeah, are we going to pick up uh, the youngest one with the bike, uh, with the whole family? So, mm -hmm. well, maybe after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, that I also find interesting that you, uh, you know, sometimes go down to the office. I don't think now during COVID, but before it. And, uh, you know, you sometimes just brought your kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so for you, work and family, like it all kind of intermingles. I guess it's also because yeah. the Air Force Scouts is your company and you might even re no, regard it as one of your other children. I don't know, but it definitely sometimes sees, uh, seems. I'm the pretty me... one of his kids. <laughs> No, like, not us, of course, but like the company itself, man. <laughs> but like sometimes it, it feels to me that, you know, yeah, for you, it all kind of meshes together, right? As one big yeah, cloud. Yeah, but that's actually what I, what I like, right? And I've also walked into the office and then I was there with his kids and sometimes also his wife. I think yeah. that's cool. That That's what a work should be, right? Yes, of course, you have your family, but why hide that away? So if, if she actually asked again. <laughs> she asked again to come to the office a few times again. Yeah, <laughs> so for the people who now think that Four Scouts is a daycare company, we're not, right? We're doing, well, well, we're doing well, something well. else. <laughs> Most of the time. Huh? Yeah. Oh, well, I've also been there in the weekends, right? <laughs> we also have that mini Tesla thing. And yeah, the kids love it. Yeah. Although it crashes into a lot of things, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, for me, I, I think that's important, right? You just have this place or uh, work or a company. It doesn't have to be the separate thing. Yeah, and so and it's everyone's uh, choice, but yeah, this might be a bit uh, too personal, right? But like, did you ever? Because no, I'm okay, because I'm, I'm, I can imagine you bring the company home, right? I mean, yeah, you are the company basically. So, do you sometimes come, you know, get into fights with your uh, wife about, I don't know, working too much or making, you know, going to bed too late because you're on in a laptop working on something like where it actually affects and impacts your marriage life? Of course. Well, uh, well, yeah, one example I can give you right now is that my wife is following this um, uh, course, basically, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And she needs time for that as well. Yeah. But then the <laughs> thing is... Uh, right, and, and, Does she and, get and, it? Uh, <laughs> not to say from me, and, and I am really annoyed with that, but I also don't feel that like I'm currently in a spot where I can say, well, uh, man, I'll take a few days off and everything will be fine, right? I need mm -hmm. to arrange things. And then the weird thing with my role, I think, is that always something pops up. Yeah. So it's very difficult. Yeah. And if I'm with the children, and actually, well, I had an example of that this week. There's lots of examples this time. Uh, yeah. So I'm driving in the car, right? And someone calls, and it's on my headset. But it was one of those discussions, well, kind of like a heavy discussion. 
Mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily want that to have near your kids. Right. And if I'm with my kids, yep. I would actually also like to pay attention to them. So yeah. it's a bit difficult. But I, the, especially for education currently for my wife, that's that's a well, it's a tough spot. Yeah. And I try to clear my schedule here and there, but it's not going as um, as planned. It's move. No. So we have discussions about that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, right. So for you, it swings both ways, right? Your personal life affects your work and your work affects your personal life probably even more. Yeah, well, I, I think it's the same for everyone. Work also affects you guys at home, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. If you have an assignment or something or, or you, you get energized by whatever you're doing at the company, you go home energized, right? We also said that. That's one of the, the goals of Forescouts, that we want to influence people on the work so they also go home happier, feeling yeah. more, I don't know, motivated. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, it, it, and I think it's the same for everyone, and not per se for me. I know I make long hours, but then on the other hand, last night I was also working with Anik on a presentation, right? Modern software development, more to follow next month, I heard. But, um, <laughs> well, marketing hard at work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned stuff. Um, yeah, for me, it, it's become normal. I'm not sure if it's healthy, but I kind of like it. No, but I think it's the, I think that's the, like this work-life balance is a bit of... Uh, I think a lot of people say, I want to work for a company of work-life balance, but I think that's a choice. I think you claim yeah. that time for yourself. You choose to do what you want to do. And some people want mm -hmm. to have this very, like, uh, yeah, from Monday to Friday, I do work. And I think on Saturday to Sunday, I do nothing. And some other basically spread it around. So I don't think it, it is a one-size-fits-all. And I think... Uh, it's very I, personal. Yeah, it's very yeah. personal. And I think for me, basically, I think it definitely falls in this category that I have, if I am having a pleasant week, at work, I tend to work more. If I have a horrible yeah. week, I tend to work less. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and um, so, I don't know, Sylvester, did you want to say anything or? No, I, th I think that it should actually be normal, right? What, what I just said. Yeah. If you have a horrible week, yeah, please go home or something. What's yeah, the point? Home, then you're there yeah. being unhappy. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, you might find it, but there are also companies who just say, like, well, you know, you have your working hours and, uh, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta get the output there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's what's the question that I was going to ask you, Sylvester. Like, do you think it's also, I mean, it's partly responsibility of the employee, I guess, to maintain a, wor a healthy work-life balance in order to not let, uh, you know, the stuff get out of hand? But do you think that companies can do more in order to facilitate this this kind of stuff like uh, i don't know uh, company sponsored family events just to to de-stress and relax and uh, you know i'm not sure about that i'm not sure how far a company should go i still have this dream of i want daycares and want schools everything should be in the company but that's a different mm -hmm. story a different podcast maybe so you want a village basically <laughs> could work yeah well but i don't want my kids that close all the time you know <laughs> i need some distance so a city <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, um, so can a company do more? No, I think you need to be more relaxed about when people are supposed to be working. I don't think it really matters, right? We all know what the company is trying to achieve. And yeah. it's about the actual results. I don't care about the rest. I don't care when you're there or when you're working or not, um, as long as there are results. Yeah. But then the other side of that is that, right, we also have this rule of, okay, we don't measure holidays and stuff. And I mm -hmm. think that kind of backfires when you're in a stressful situation. People don't take holidays anymore. Also not helpful. Yeah. So maybe that's a thing a company could do. And I've seen more examples of that. That companies actually say this is the minimum you're required to take. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
All right. But I, but I see that we are deviating from the topic because I still haven't heard from Arno how his personal life influenced his work. Oh, sneaky. Actually, quite a lot. It's a nice bridge right there. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if the bridge are just in my face, but uh, actually I actually have multiple stories. I got, I got like how it affected pretty negative. I can go down that path if you want. No, then let's go to the positive one. Yeah, the positive ones. Positive. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, it's actually kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think the positive ones is the actual flexibility of four scouts because I have three young kids. And I need it. I really need the flexibility. You know, every day we get up, but the kids, yeah, they have to go to school. You have to pick them up. And if you're too late when you pick them up, they're going to be horrible people. So, yeah, sometimes you're a bit earlier, sometimes you're a bit later. Depends on the day. And I think that that helps me a lot in the personal life anyways. Yeah. I think that's, that's yeah. yeah. I can recognize that. I also have this problem with, I'm calling it my biorhythm, right? Um, I'm not sure if that's the right term, but I hate mm -hmm. having to do stuff at a certain time every freaking day. So that's yeah. 10 of hours at nine. Ah, oh, that's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more structured than that. I think I put a pretty brutal routine in our family. I think that that helps and me I, anyways. I, and I still feel that you are talking very superficial <clears throat> about practical things. Nah, because it usually is practical, right? Most no, things are I, I practical. Don't think so. I don't know. Like so. Okay, I will go deeper. Oh, you want my you want my you want my deep story? It's also fine. I, I got a few. <clears throat> you keep saying that you had a few, but we haven't listened to them. Okay, so let's go. I think I was. I, I think I tell you the one where it affected my work the most, right? I think okay. I was tw twenty-eight, and my well, you guys know, but my father had lung cancer for like two years. And in the meanwhile, I, while I was, I was working, I also had like a, a part-time study, HBO, um, bachelor, I think in English. And um, in the meanwhile, um, I was also getting married. So, well, yeah, most guys events, here, uh, yeah. a lot most, of life-changing events in like a single single time. Yeah, and <clears throat> well, you have to prepare marriage, right? And you do that in between while going to the hospital, while uh, studying or whatever mm -hmm. and working and working yeah yeah so i got married i think uh in, in april i don't think i know in april <laughs> just, what just day? for what the day? record <laughs> one sec the 20th <laughs> oh you got some you got three more weeks to get a present then. <laughs> let's add it to do and, for uh, and now one month later my father died Did so he, he uh, was did he manage to attend the wedding or uh, partially yeah partially oh, okay well so that actually after he died that totally kicked me down like i was done and i couldn't work anymore i was like off the charts it's emotion emotionally so unstable because you have the highs and the lows and it goes like and then it just i was done i think i didn't work for well three months I couldn't like do anything you, you anymore literally didn't go to the company or no. like in a sick leave nothing or? yeah sick leave yeah I was just done. That's it. Yeah. And so I could barely point? keep up my study at that point. <clears throat> Did you get any support from the company? Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to the manager and he was actually pretty understanding, more than expected. Yeah, he, well, that's where you go, right? And you share some stories on stuff he lived. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty positive and he was totally okay with it. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, that, that happens. 
Yeah, because I, I, I think taking some time off, you know, sick leave or holiday in order to, yep. uh, yeah, to get your mind yep. right, I think is the, the best course of action, right? Because if you do yep. decide to go to work, then uh, it's going to be horrible for you, for your colleagues, yeah, for the customer maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And, that, and that's what I also did. So I'm now growing in my second story. <laughs> I think it was seven years. Yeah, seven years ago, I, I had a daughter, right? my first one. Mm-hmm. She's now seven, so I know the age. I don't have to look it up. <laughs> and after ten months, turns <clears throat> out she was nine. But uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna publish this over two years, yes. <laughs> so she was uh, uh, ten months, I think, and she had her first uh, epileptic seizure, and that totally yeah. freaked me out because I didn't know what it was. So I thought she was dying. Like literally, so I called the ambulance and then, well, I could think about what's happening. So not really a big thing. Well, it was a big thing, but not at the point. And yeah, but it happened for at least until she was two and like quite frequent. And you could just sense it, you know, and that we were at the choice of giving her either, uh, well, medication or not. And that was the choice we had. And the medication would be... Um, I don't remember what it said, but one of the side effects uh, was something like could severely change your character. And like yeah, my kid well, is one years old. I don't even know what her character is. So that was the yeah. choice. But yeah, if we didn't give it, potential brain damage was also lurking. So if yeah. somebody has a seizure and goes longer in it than five minutes, then you might have an issue. Yeah. So we always walked around with morphine for for quite some while. And uh, yeah, that was pretty stressful hindsight so that definitely inflicted some uh, some stress on my work and like how did, how did the, you deal with yeah. it yeah like at work it's like that did generate a lot oh, of just, uh, like a conflict you just explode sometimes right you just freak out or you get a call where you don't know the number and then you instantly go in some sort of panic mode or the daycare calls which also happens yeah. back then a few times like yeah you have to go right now or you know the ambulance is here and then you're like what the fuck man did you share it with your colleagues at the time? Yeah, they knew. And yeah. So they were okay with it. They understood like, oh man, this guy is going through some rough times well, now. So and that's the thing, right? It's a long time. It's like, a, I think it took a year, right? Yeah. I'm a year in that situation. So I don't think everybody was that patient in the long run. And I get that. I think it's, yeah, I get it. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's I okay, but I understand. Yeah, so there is basically a limit where people are quite uh, empathic to your problems, but then yeah. at some point they also want their work to get done and they want yeah. the productive to go up. And then I guess the question is how long is yeah. enough, right? Or it is okay. Yeah, and it actually increased to the power because my second one was having the same issues. <laughs> oh my God. So also when he was about 10 months and their difference is one and a half years. So there was a moment that we had like two morphine things there <laughs> to kick them down. So, so yeah, are you know, more, uh, are you know, more understanding for other people saying like, you know, lashing out at work and then saying like, yeah, I'm just going through some rough times now. Do you like, do you, yeah, I get that. Give these, do you give these people a pass or is it like, yo, don't be, uh, it depends, man. Cause. There's also a situation where people say, yeah, my cat died and they have like a three months issue on it and I cannot yeah. cope. Right. <laughs> I have a really hard time with that. Yeah, I can understand. It's all relative, right? 
yeah. it's relative right it's like yeah okay i get it you know if you experience nothing in life but for me to listen to it is it's something else yeah. yeah okay but you can you can listen you don't have to listen to but like do you give it a break like okay sure you are not being productive today i'm not gonna say anything or well i give them a break i just don't understand it yeah that's, okay. that's the biggest issue so you don't go Everybody's asking different. about their cat or i don't think i can go deep in it no i think that's that's i'm too damaged for that i guess i don't know if damage is the correct word but uh yeah. Actually, there might be a no. question for you guys, because, well, I tend to ask questions, right? At least try mm -hmm. to when people are facing things. But I'm also wondering how far can a company go, right? If I'm the company in this uh, case. So when is it uh, too personal? When should I back off? I think a company, it depends. I mean, company, right? There's no such a thing as a company asking questions. That is, uh, uh, well, a person, a manager, a colleague or something. Uh, I used to be on the stand of, if you don't tell me what is going on with your life, I'm not going to be, uh, how to say, understanding with you, right? So let's say I don't know what's going on. And then apparently you are going with some personal things in your life. And then you're performing bad. And we commented out in a retrospective session or something. And then somebody comes and say, yeah, but he's going with some shit in his life. I'm like, well, I do not know that. Mm -hmm. So I cannot take that into account. So I used to be quite uh, rigid on that. I think now I'm a bit more like, uh, yeah, I can understand that people don't want to share with me, but I think they should be able to say to the whole team, like, hey, guys, I don't actually want to share what is going on, but it is something going on. I think at least that people should be able to say to their colleagues. Yeah. Uh, and then how deep is, I think everybody should ask a question and they should be the one saying, sorry, I don't want to answer. And then the person, like in this case, you should be fine if I don't want to share with you. But it also depends, right? Because sometimes the rationale comes later. I just feel like annoyed or like not going well. And then after two weeks, I'm like, oh, I actually have an issue. <laughs> I'm a yeah, bit slow definitely. on that. Especially for us who try to hide emotions quite ah, sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> <Ooh>. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, so Anik, for example, you uh, went through, you know, a divorce and, you know, all some other uh, kinds of stuff. And I know that you've been simplifying your life yeah. a, a bit in terms of like, you know, wanting to have less possessions, maybe a smaller house, uh, you know, just less crap to worry about. Yeah. Is that also because you want to have, you know, less stuff to worry about so that you can maintain a more, you know, healthy, happy way of, of, of living? You know, having time for your hobbies, having time for your work, having time for your family life? Uh, I think it's actually more related to the understanding that I don't know what I want, I guess. And okay. basically, with this whole divorce and raising kids, and it triggered another part of my life that I need to figure out what I want. And mm -hmm. a lot of the things that I have and I possess or it is more like, I never really thought about it, right? It was more just like... A, Oh yeah, my parents did that. I should do that too. Or my yeah, friends yeah. did that. I should do that too. You know. And then it's it's just not a conscious choice. And I think now mm -hmm. I'm actually thinking about it. And I always come back to like, yeah, why do I need this? I actually do not need this. I actually do not want this. Okay. And uh, I think a small example was like I was trying to buy a sunglasses, and I was asking advice. And uh, and then suddenly, this person showed me the sunglasses that has like a mirroring. You know, like a, yeah, yeah, with like a like red mirroring and automatically my brain said like no you cannot buy the sunglasses because it's ugly 
But I found the sunglasses very pretty. And then my automatic was like, what's happening? And then in my brain, I remember this scene where my mom basically said, oh, the sunglasses are horribly ugly. It's just for thieves. She put like so judgment to that. But that was her opinion that was inflicted on me. And I never questioned it until now, you know? And now I have such a hard time trying to actually buy that sunglasses, even (laughs) though I like it, just because my mom uh, dislike it. So okay. I think it's not, it's just that I wanted to figure out what I like it. It's more, I think, okay. that the direction that I was going to take. All right, because, okay, so, I, oh. because I do think that, uh, you know, simplifying your life, having less stuff to worry about can definitely have a, have a you know, positive impact in, uh, in how you, uh, you know, handle your work stress and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I guess for so, you, so. it was a different uh, motivation then. Yeah, that okay. was my motivation. Yeah. yeah. So what? did you buy the sunglasses? Yes, no. I actually did. Yeah. Show them. But the funny thing is I did it and it it was painful, man. I don't know why. So like it, it's and I think that's the part that where my personal life is actually helping on my working life. Because a lot of the beliefs I had, mm-hmm. I just don't take them for granted yeah. anymore. I'm actually doubt everything what is helping me to get total different view on yeah. uh and be a bit more open to other people's ideas and emotions and everything, even to emotions, right? Like a year ago, I don't think we would have this conversation in this fashion. In a podcast. So basically you're trying to find your own own identity, right? Usually people do this when they're like uh, in their puberty and stuff, I think. Oh, in the midlife crisis. Or midlife, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe we're going to get one later. I don't know. (laughs) So I know you wanted to share something uh, earlier, I thought. No, no, no. No, I just okay. hooking in the conversation. But. You wanted to make fun of me, but it's okay. No. Uh, so, what's with the yoga mat behind you? Oh, I have an injury, and I have to uh, do some uh, exercises. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm broke, man. I'm broke in the mental model, in the physical one, uh, everywhere. So, work, work is destroying my life. Ah. Uh, <laughs> really? No. So, do you guys have any other story? I have so many as well, I have the feeling. Yeah. Stories about I, how my personal well, life or vice versa. Well, well okay, what so can... oh. yeah. go All ahead. Ones? Okay. One example I do have is if there's a lot of stress on, at work, right? Because I also have three kids running around. Mm-hmm. And when I come home and um, I haven't uh, kind of closed it for myself, so I'm walking in, right? And I'm still stressed. And my kids see me and immediately they take over that stress. They basically yeah. copy it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really shitty. Yeah, you got yeah, the in, kids have been quiet all afternoon, right? And I walk in and kaboom. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I know why that feels very happy. I learned a tip for you for phone uh, well my psychologist now about that. So it worked quite well actually. So uh, if you come home a very annoyed, like uh, frustrated and everything. The thing that it helps is not to talk about what happened, it's to talk about how you feel. So if you actually talk to your kids and say, I feel very angry, blah, 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 they actually understand that they don't get the, your frustration. Your frustration. But if you just hold it to yourself, they will feel it that. And if you actually talk to your wife about the event, mm-hmm. it just actually makes you more frustrated. Okay. Yeah, so but then I have to explain to my daughter what happened. <laughs> Sure, but the other thing, she's not interested to that. She's interested to understand how you feel. Maybe. You should try, man. It takes, yeah, it takes a I lot actually, of No, I actually did that a few times. 
I'm I'm confident it works. I agree. Well, at some point, I think you? my well, I know my wife actually says, "Yeah, again about the work." <laughs> because you're talking about the work, not about how you feel. Yeah, yeah oh, exactly. Okay. Uh, do you guys do that as well? Because I'm right when I'm creating a presentation or proposal, I actually also ask my wife, "Hey, can you read this?" At some point, she gets annoyed with this because usually it's ten o'clock in the night. But okay, then I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then I can understand as well. <laughs> but do yeah, you guys I, do I, the same or? Nah, like my wife doesn't, uh, I mean, I talk to her about work and like what we're doing and stuff, but like details like that, like showing actual like code or proposals or presentation, it's like, uh, yeah, she just, she's not really interested in that. Okay. I don't know how it is for you guys, but at least mine. Yeah, we like, actually, yeah, whatever. I actually do that with my wife. Yeah, Sometimes, not always, but uh, if it's a subject where she can relate, then uh, yeah. I, I, I also work. do that with my ex-wife. No, of course not. <laughs> no, but, I don't know, uh, man. Maybe you're still friends. No, no, but uh, yeah, we still uh, okay. But like, no, but I do that with uh, yeah the girlfriend I have now. We I also do, but she's also in the IT, so that yeah. makes I think different. Okay, I don't know. My wife are, has are a healthcare uh, background, so. So what do you are you recommending that we should do that or you? I, I was just wondering. That's about it, right? We were talking about the stuff, and I'm just wondering. Hey, do other people also do this? So that's yeah, it. yeah. I actually even do her work sometimes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. Don't, don't tell anyone. We should send an invoice to company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a few yeah. times I did that. Yeah. Yeah, but then I have a question to you then, because well, I've been through this for uh, to you guys, right? We've been working together, and. Well, you met me, I was married, and now I'm divorced, and you've been through the process itself. Did you ever notice that something was going on? Yes. Yeah, you see that. No, I, I also remember, I think I was actually in the background where Arno was sitting. There were other tests back then. We were also talking about the company, right, and the sense of belonging, and that was important. I think we even talked about, um, uh, what was that show? The, come on, the biker show. Sons of Anarchy. That one, right? And But that I think that was kind of like, well, it was more this emotional talk, right? The shit is happening, right? So, yeah, I noticed. But, but like, does influence the way how you guys talk to me? Or because no. I didn't feel like you guys actually, uh, at least you guys didn't show that, oh, yeah, he is going through a divorce should be hard. I don't, do you think no. it helps if we do differently? I think so. I think a lot of the the the... the arguments or fights we had would have been probably a bit different. I don't, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to blame you guys now because... Sure, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're used to that, so let's go. Okay, so what happened on that time was that uh, I remember when I was trying to be vulnerable and open, so that can happen as well. I think that's the <laughs> negative side. Instead of being understanding and helpful, you guys were actually uh, uh, making fun say, of you, probably making fun of me. Me, yeah. call me a dick, and how you do that, you know, like in a. And I think that actually backfired. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so I think that's the other side of uh, how you're like uh, when your personal life is going not well, and then you try to share and become vulnerable and yeah. all those kind of things that we preach. It can also backfire, right? Yeah, of course. If the reaction is not, uh, you know, the way it should be, then it's definitely going to be decremental for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but like, I for example, I didn't really have an an, uh, an idea that you were having a hard time, right? Because 
I mean, you, you usually seems to be very uh, uh, upbeat and like talking about it pretty easily. So I thought, well, I, you know, I, this, this guy doesn't even seem to care that he's getting a divorce, right? Yeah. So it was hard for me to read like how how much of an impact it actually had for you. Yeah. So until this podcast, you thought everything went very smooth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Not very smooth, <laughs> but. But did you yeah. add, did you honest Vesa thought the same? No, no, because uh, you, you're pretty good at like seeming stable in your emotions, but your story is told differently. Because okay. you cannot go through a divorce and don't care. I don't think that's human. To be honest, I don't know, man. The marriage can be a rough uh, <laughs> jungle, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean. Uh... In my defense, I you know, and I, I didn't really show up to the office that much, right? Like once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah of stuff. course, of course. So, like uh, yeah. it was at different times as well, and uh, yeah. you were in. Uh, yeah, no, no, but I, I, also... I'm not uh, accusing you, man. <laughs> okay. I think that you also uh, uh, spoke a lot about it, right? And uh, the, the pool games or something, which ended up being kind of lengthy talks or something. So you were quite open about the stuff that was bothering you, right? It wasn't. Yeah, but you like were trying so to hide the... it or something. Yeah, no, no, but, that, but the question is like, so you guys sense it, but like the question, follow-up question is, did it annoy you to nope. hear those stories? No. no, 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 no. No, I actually value that, right? You're being open about and Well, maybe you want to talk about it. Maybe you just want to explain. doesn't really matter. And, and does it make you guys want that you do the same? Like uh, talk about your problems? That's a trick question. <laughs> Not always. No, I don't think it happened. That, that does it for me. So I don't mind talking about my problems, but it's hard for me to do it in a group setting, like on one-on-one, -on -one, it's a lot easier for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, in a podcast yeah, in, is also easier. In, no? a, in a podcast, yeah. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hard for me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it is like that, but, um, well, yeah. the podcast, I guess. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, yeah. I think it's very simple, right? As there, I guess, probably fear of judgment. Maybe. Yeah. It could yeah. be it. Or like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe you don't, like maybe it's a secret and you don't want too many people to know. So you only say like, you know, I trust all of you guys, right? But yeah, I don't know if I tell to everyone, right? I mean, maybe yeah. it's just, yeah. So th 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 these are all reasons why you maybe not share everything. Uh, although, yeah, I mean, for, for, for sure, I had uh, this little episode, right, mm -hmm. where I said, uh, like, okay, you know, I'm going through some rough times now, and uh, I need to just uh, do my work and not be bothered with random crap on the side. That was when personal life influenced me the most in a negative way. And, uh, yeah, I chose to not share that with, with you guys, uh, in like, on a detail level. Uh, also, because I made a promise to someone else to keep it secret. So, yeah. 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 So that's yeah, definitely, that uh, and that's not because, yeah, I don't trust you guys or I don't want to talk about it, but uh, yeah, then I just, okay, you know, this is just a situation and, and I, you know, I'm going to deal with it and uh, the details I'd rather not, uh, not disclose. Yeah, yeah and I think it makes yeah. sense. <clears throat> cool. All right, man. Yeah, man, we've been talking about some deep, uh, deep shit right here, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is actually the follow-up of the vulnerability <clears throat> episode or something because... Yeah, I think yeah, we uh, sure. just we just damage people who have a lot of stories, man. <laughs> yeah. Also true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys have any more stories to share, or should we uh, look to wrapping it up? Yeah, I think uh, I, of course there is a lot, right? But I mean, 
Yeah. I think the point for me that it takes from this is that it it's normal, right? And I think a lot of people are afraid and I met a few people in their mm -hmm. customers where, you know, like they are going through hard time and they just feel like ah, I cannot mix work to personal life Yeah. and they make a clear split. And I think that's a mistake you are making Why? it because in the mm -hmm. end of the day, everybody is people, right? Like we are talking to people and people are very understanding as long as, uh, and they think they are weak because they are sharing yeah, okay. their problems. And I think, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think that's, uh, represents the reality, you know, and it's a weird concept, but I think it actually can help you more than actually can create you harm yeah, I yeah, because I didn't have the other experience, but, uh, so that's the biggest, uh, takeaway slash tip that you have for the listener, like, yes. you know, just share, there has to be someone in your organization that you can trust and it'll make you feel, uh, hopefully just a little bit better. I guess so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, w one thing, uh, uh, if you flip it around, uh, so there are some people who actually avoid like their home situation and just keep on working. They just don't want to go home because like the home situation sucks. Kind of and like four o'clock in the afternoon, right? On a Friday. Yes. Yeah, I don't Maybe, go to yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah, they might may have uh, might have a fight with their wife or some other, uh, you know, horrible situation going on at home. But you guys have not experienced that so far yet, hopefully, where you'd rather work than be at home. Well, I called it the small stuff, right? The fights, everything. Yeah, I'm gonna stay half an hour longer. <laughs> I think I think I have that every week, man. To be really? honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but you have it on the practical level, I assume. Well. Or, sh or shall we organize a counseling for you and your wife? That's okay, yeah? That's also fine. I, would, I think <laughs> with Arno, it's more that he just wants, doesn't want to be around his kids, right? So I think <clears> if, we, if we put well, his kids like in, in an Higgs place, then Arno is going to be glad to going home. I'm not buying that. <laughs> I've seen Arno go about on a Monday, right? And he's kind of like the super dad thing. We live uh, close by, so that's why I see Arno uh, with his kids. Okay. Um, but then he's like super dad with three kids on bikes. I'm like, hell, how does he do that? Mine just go <laughs> everywhere. Like, well, no. if one dies, man, it happens. No. <laughs> can just make a new one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Such a bad joke. Uh, the, your kid's going to listen to this podcast later on. Yeah. It's like, damn, you know. Who the hell? Love. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you an honest story because I told Henrika last week as well, or yesterday, man, I don't even remember. I think that's actually the hardest part, you know, by Mondays. Because for the guy, for the people that know, don't know, I work four days. Mm -hmm. And on Monday, usually I'm off. With Corona, it's sometimes a bit different. But uh, that's the day that I have the kids. <clears throat> but I actually experienced the hardest day of the week. Because my whole body just screams to go to work. And it's not because... Uh, I don't like my kids. It's not like that. <laughs> it's just uh, demanding. It's no, I think it's, I've been raised like that. Uh, I think because my father used to work a lot, like right. 60, 70 hours, like his whole, well, I think almost his whole career. Mm -hmm. And, and think until I, until I was 16, he went less and invested more time in me, I guess. But he also raised us with a pretty high bar of yeah. chasing yourself and expect more of yourself. And that's what I do as well. Right. I expect way more from myself than I can actually achieve. And working four days actually makes yeah, it you pretty feel, painful. You feel that you're not uh, like optimum uh, efficiency. 
So I cannot say. keep up, you know. I, th- yeah, I think yeah. compared to you guys, I have a hard time keeping up, which is right. fine, right? Or at least it's the idea that I have on that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We so, so it's a pretty, <laughs> so it's a pretty conscious choice to say, okay, I'm gonna be here for my kids. I think it's also because of my father somehow. Yeah, we're saying like, yeah, I want to do differently, but then my whole youth problems come in there. Like, yeah, I should work, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that, okay. uh, that uh, that's sometimes conflicting. And what uh, what tip or takeaway do you have for the listener then to uh, to hopefully you know balance this out, smooth this out? Don't take kids. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad joke. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a tip because uh, yeah, it's also great, right? I think it's great. You know, the, the Mondays you you actually get really to know your kids. You fight with them. You annoy each other. You like them. You do cool stuff. Yeah. So it's also also a plus and apparently you seem like a super dad so that's pretty cool yeah man so uh, yeah right. i think it's Is a it what about you do you have a do you have a tip or a takeaway for the listener in order to uh, you know properly balance the work-life uh, situation or to not let it get to them too much well if, don't balance uh, one it. is out of I, I think that's the whole point don't try to balance it just let it mix and mingle i think that's way better right you're spending around 80 percent of your day or something at least the awake part Mm -hmm. working so yeah i think it's kind of stupid to miss out on that okay okay and you are you yeah so my tip was what i said in the beginning i think it's important to do have uh you know rules for yourself in terms of like you know when to prioritize work and when to prioritize uh you know time off so uh that's why i'm really strict on certain things like yeah i'm just not going to work on saturdays and sundays and stuff like that um because otherwise uh you know the the scales are going to be tipped way in the wrong uh so i do believe in a in a good work-life balance where you sometimes say like yeah okay work just isn't important enough for me right now. I have other priorities. So I'm not saying that, right? But how do you deal with the learning then? Because for example, I just, uh, let's say I worked 32 hours, but sometimes I just pick up a book in the car or an audio book in that case, (laughs) otherwise it's dangerous. Or just read something at Saturday night or... Yeah, but it comes from like an intrinsic motivation, right? Like I read a lot less books than you guys. So the books that I do read is, it's not because I feel like I have to for work, but just, yeah. I want to know more about that subject and uh it's then then it becomes like some sort of personal uh interest and then i don't really regard that as work you know but then it intermingles a little bit right yeah, or... sure sure but i mean work is definitely a big part of who i am and it identifies me right like i yeah. also used to program a lot more on the weekends as a hobby just because i like to program not because it's my work and i want to get better at it but just because i like it and maybe that is what sylvester yeah. also tried to say like don't try to balance it because you know hopefully the work that you're doing is something that you really like and uh, yeah so yeah well, I don't know. It, the other part is right if you spend more time uh, privately or with your family or whatever and that mm-hmm. helps you become uh, I don't know happier um, yeah more productive yep. whatever de-stressed. that's the effect for yep. the company right you are being more productive you're not de-stressed out or uh, on edge or whatever yeah. So I think it's normal. That's what I try to say, but don't balance yep. it. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it for me, I guess. Uh, thank you guys yep. for being here. Uh, Not thank, as short as thank, we expected, right? Yeah, I think we uh, spent quite some time. Well, I mean, there's uh, 
a lot of stories, and I'm pretty sure that you guys still have some more uh, uh, in the backlog that you say like, oh, damn it, I could have uh, shared this one, but uh, who knows, maybe next time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and for the listener, uh, you know, the poor work-life balance can have serious effects on your mental health. So uh, if you guys really experience some hard times and, and rough rough patches, then please don't hesitate to seek out a professional to help you. I think we've all in this room has, have been to a psychologist at one point in our life, um, and we're not ashamed to admit it. And, nope. uh, you know, it's... Uh, Quite proud, actually. Yeah. It's all part of the journey, I guess, to yeah. continuously improve yourself. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, guys, and uh, sure. see you on the next one. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Ciao.